What's up, Wildcats? What what team? Wildcats. East High Wildcats. That's the name of the mascot. Hey, everybody. I'm Tyler. And I'm Condra. And we're the Amateur Nerds. And this show is... Wildcat Minute. And we're here to talk about High School Musical. For some reason... It's hard to know why. Because it's a great movie, Tyler. Oh, I haven't seen it. That's the conceit of the show. Okay, what are we talking about now? So we are talking about Minute 9 today, in which Troy emerges and Gabriella's mother can't be transferred. Troy emerges from a bus, I think you should say. No. He just emerges from the ground, just shoots out. I like that. I like that sentiment. Yeah, Troy emerges from a bus into the crowd of high schoolers that we were just talking about last minute, including Chad or Corbin Blue playing basketball with unnamed cheerleader. And then it ends with Gabriella, her mother, and the principal presumably walking down the hall. Wait, do we not get to see more of the principal? I was hoping the principal would be like, if you'll forgive me, a principal character who kind of just pops up every once in a while. No. We have other teachers in the school that are okay. that, that take that teacher role. Is there like a vice principal? No. Oh, man. No, these are good kids, Tyler. There's no breaking the rules in this. In I don't this know. Movie. Maybe they get in a tussle halfway through and they have to like sort out their problems. Yeah, kind of. But they, they deal with it in a different way. They get, okay. Yeah. So yeah, Troy gets off the bus and it seems like Chad and everyone is kind of waiting for him specifically. Yes, yes they are. And they're waiting within 15 feet of the bus drop-off area. Because they need to greet their leader. <laughs> they're like little minions waiting for their their evil villain to come home and be like, yay, someone to play with. Yeah, so Troy comes off the bus. It's interesting because all of the uh, all of like the sports people are like wearing these like red track suits or at least th- these kind of like red shirts. The, yeah, there's this thing with color that I'm glad you picked up on it now because that will persist. So the cheerleaders are wearing their like red, yeah, I get track jackets or like cheerleader coats and then every other sport boy is wearing some form of red. Yeah. They're wearing warmer colors. There is a guy to the left of Troy who's kind of just in gray or green too but he's not a sport boy but he's not a sport boy he's just kind of a lackey who's <laughs> who's there to support the sport boys yes okay he's a fan he's a fan uh but troy's kind of wearing this like blue and gray green green combo yeah so he i mean yeah like in the visual language of a movie like it's pretty interesting to see like oh there's this big red motif and then troy doesn't fit in Mm-hmm. Like it, yeah. it tells it tells you the story without having to t- it's not exactly subtle, but like it's good, like just because it's not just because it, something doesn't have to be super subtle to be effective. Yeah. And I think we even see that throughout the minute as well as we get introduced to other characters. So this is kind of our into the high school. Let's see at least all of our main six in some way, shape or form. We're also going to get some of the sub. So we've got our main six and then we've got some other people that we at least know the names of. They're kind of the B-roll people. Then we have some C-roll people that we still know the names (laughs) of and stuff. And they really have very little to do. And a lot of the sport boys are that level. And we see some of them this minute too. I'm glad that High School Musical has this kind of Star Wars-esque like fascination with like the tertiary characters. Oh yeah. Well, it's not all of them, but it is, there are quite a few that we like Like you know, like you know Zeke's exact schedule. Like he has, he has AP bio, sixth period. Oh no, Zeke I wouldn't put at a B level. Okay. 
Okay. He has a more prominent role. I just said a name that I had heard you say. I don't. (laughs) Yeah. I would say Jason is more of a C level. Okay. But just because, like, I had to actively know his name, like, look up his name where I knew Zeke's name. But I think it would be funny if we knew, like, what town Jake came from, like, or, like, what neighborhood he came from, and, like, how long his bus ride was. (laughs) Just all this background information. Maybe it's in the novel. From the novelizations, yeah. Yeah, I I haven't read them. I don't think I've, I flipped through them to like clean them and stuff, but I've never actually read them. So we get some exposition from Chad. Oh yeah. So um, it is new year. Everyone's oh, wishing each other happy. <laughs> Troy new- says happy new year. Cause he hasn't called his friend since new year's. I mean, all right. Troy has a flip phone, which means how much is he texting? He calls people. He's already said that he calls yeah. people. So it's not like you're going to. I assume Chad's his best friend. Yeah. Kind of in this film language. Yes. So it means like he ha- yeah he hasn't talked to Chad in a two weeks since. Oh, I guess okay. when you see someone live for the first time, usually still you usually yeah still say this sort of like thing even if you've seen them over text or something. Yeah, and it's only been a few days. It has or it's did been I say a week. two weeks no, or one week? One, one week later. Yeah, so it hasn't been like a vast amount of time since they have. Yeah, so there's a lot of like hubbub when Troy gets off the bus. Someone yells, "Troy, you're the man! You're the man!" <laughs> Which I think is hilarious, and I think this gets to okay. I wish my life. Life was like that. You walk off of a bus and everyone starts following you and be like, yeah, you're great. All right. I would then turn to be the, oh, what's that role in like ancient Rome where the Caesar had a, like a person Just a guy him? to just like remind him you're not a god. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I would be that person for you. <laughs> Thanks. I got you. I was, wait, I was just watching Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping. Yep. And in that movie, uh, Connor for real has a perspective manipulator, who in his case is someone who's slightly shorter than him to stand next to him at press events. But in your case, a perspective manipulator is my perspective. Of yourself. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a, they're like really excited to see him. Well, and yeah, and Chad's like, we got, we got the championship game coming up in two weeks and you're going to lead us there. You're going to lead us to infinity and beyond. Which... Fun fact, I was looking this up because that's where my brain goes when I hear to infinity beyond is Toy Story. Where everyone's brain goes. Yeah. But it then turned into, wait, didn't Disney officially acquire Pixar around that time? Actually, yes. They acquired, um, Disney bought out Pixar the same week that High School Musical came out. Just a few days later. Yeah. And if you're confused about the chronology there, listeners. It's um, very messy. Yeah. Disney had been putting out Pixar movies since Toy Story. Yeah. They had been distributing and paying for a lot of the marketing. Uh, They had a contract with Pixar to put out three films originally. And then Toy Story 2 didn't count. So they had to do what would have been next Monsters, Inc.? Yeah. And then after that, they their like negotiations broke down, but they were still kind of distributing. Yeah. And then it ended up being like, Disney was like, we're just taking it over. Yeah, there's always been an association there, but they didn't officially buy them out like they bought Marvel and Star Wars. Until... Until 2006. Yeah, and that... And with the acquisition, like, pushed their overall marketing strategy and it changed their release dates and pushed cars actually to a later date than was originally intended. So there was a lot that went into, it was more than just, oh, we're going to just take over the company. It was like a rebrand in some way. Yeah. And that's also, that also generally probably would mark the time of Disney's original releases changing their schedule a bit because before 2006-ish, they were kind of, they were still releasing animated 
new movies, but they were kind of less. So Disney had all the summer dates and Pixar had the November date. Yeah. That was where it was. And then they kind of switched it. So Pixar took the big selling yeah. summer date. So they, they really redirected how they were marketing and, and like the plan to make money off of them. Yeah. But also High School Musical. Yeah. Brand, brand synergy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> having, so, a, having a person in your Disney Channel original movie say to infinity and beyond. And everyone automatically think of Toy Story. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other... Disney does this a lot. Circle of Life or that kind of like theme. Remember? I feel like... So, um... So, sorry, a couple of things. Those were both from Lion King. The Remember Me, Mufasa, and the Clouds. We see allusions to that like a lot Yeah. later. Or like something with like the genie like where like he well he says he's going to disney world but doesn't he like have a mickey mouse head at some point he has a goofy hat on yeah i mean pixar's famous for their easter eggs i actually was watching uh so i'm into theme parks beyond disney in general and i found out that one of the parade one of the new tiana parade floats had a rescuers the little dragonfly from the rescuers whose name is completely escaping me right now on to refer like yeah. that self-referential it's not, yeah it's not just easter eggs it's like when the character like literally says like from that disney movie you know disney yeah i think oh what was it that was like the let it go so just after frozen oh moana moana had, had a the line let it, about let, let it, go. it go yeah which was very hammy version yeah hey speaking of ice princesses <laughs> <laughs> more, oh, more, more more brand synergy comes on later but um yeah it's less explicit so well, after the frozen hadn't come out yet <laughs> well yeah obviously that's why so yeah so later after after the kind of what team wildcats we kind of cut away from the sports people to inside the high school yeah which I, I don't know how to describe the inside of the high school other than it's it the, looks like a high school it's the actual east high school in salt lake city yeah so we turn to see sharpay and ryan walking down the hallways or ashley tisdale and Lucas Grabeel. Okay. What's interesting about this scene is like, I must have watched the, the minute like two or three times before I realized that Ryan was also there because the shot is composed in such a way that like you're really that much more focused on Sharpay. And because Ryan is, he's wearing like all white, which is unique, but all, but not like that eye catching. And Sharpay's kind of in this like pink jacket and yeah. like clearly like a very expensive outfit. And Ryan's probably is also clearly expensive, except in that way where it's like, yeah, golf clothes is really expensive for some reason. Yeah. So I think this, you bring up a great point here that you don't notice, Ryan, and this is something we're going to come back to over and over again, is Sharpay completely focusing, like taking the focus and the lead and completely dictating Ryan's presence in the film. And the fact that he's in all white and he kind of blends into the background and you maybe don't notice him right away. Or like when Sharpay like walks through the crowd of basketball boys, he just kind of walks around them. Mm -hmm, Definitely. Sharpay needs to be the center of attention. Ryan does not. It is funny when Sharpay is walking down the hallway because there's like this moment where like they're not like whistling at her, but like people are like taken aback, like, oh, like what a babe, like she's so attractive that like they all stop and turn to look at her. Yeah, there's like some ooing, but it's like the wrong kind of ooing, I felt like. Yeah, it was more. Yeah. And then when and then when she walks by the sports boys, they're all just kind of like, oh, okay, Yeah, like. Yeah, well, she literally like throws her hands up to both of her sides and like like in a talk to the hand kind of position and parts the red sea of basketball boys yeah red because they're wearing red exactly yeah well yeah there's like the first round of boys that are kind of like going like ooh ah and then the basketball boys are like oh okay and it even the subtitles even said like exclaim mockingly yeah so there's definitely an awareness that there's some tension here 
Or the idea that like some popular people are like uh, like popular because everyone thinks they're attractive. And then there's the people that like understand that, but also just kind of think they're lame. There's the, also the clash of popularity heads. Yeah. So Sharpay is the head of one social group and we see the heads of another social group yeah. coming at odds. And it's also like younger people that are like looking at Sharpay. I don't like, know. There's one guy admiringly. that's particularly tall. Yeah. But then there's like some really small kids, yeah. which is kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, it makes, we're going to find out very soon who Sharpay, I mean, we haven't even learned her name yet, but we're using her name because that's pretty well known because yeah. she has a whole movie about her. Um, <laughs> but when she walks, after she walks by one of the side, Zeke. Zeke says like, ooh, like looks like her, looks like the Ice Princess. Has come back from the North Pole. <laughs> yeah. Which Ice Princess obviously being a, not, not a Frozen reference, but like a, an alignment with Frozen. Yeah. I think just the princess concept in general, like Disney is inherently associated with princesses. I think it'd be funny if every line in this movie was like a Disney illusion. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't. <laughs> but I think there's all those, I think those little moments do like make it part of the Disney universe. But... Like like Troy's father gets killed by his uncle. <laughs> Troy has to run away. It's not Lion King, Tyler, or Hamlet for that matter. This is a Romeo and Ju- quasi Romeo and Juliet. Okay. So it's more like Lion King 2. <laughs> but Lion King 2 was very Romeo and Juliet. All right. So yeah. So Zeke makes a comment. Jason, um, Jason's who the who's the one in between Chad and Zeke, who's kind of shorter, darker hair, emo cut. I, I don't know. He's got an the emo The listeners cut. probably don't know. I don't know. Um, so I'm going to just briefly go by. Now is as oh, good a time as any okay. to introduce our basketball boys. So I'm going to highlight the basketball boys this week or today, <laughs> and then we'll do the rest of the other Wait, characters. can you say basketball boys again? <laughs> Basketball boys? <laughs> well, that's what the, I mean, that's what they are. I know. Um, and we'll do, like, Sharpay and Ryan when they're a little more prominent, yeah. and, as well as um, Taylor, Monique Coleman's character, who we get at the end of this minute, or in the next bit of this minute. So we've got Chad, who is played by Corbin Blue. He's probably the biggest Disney star star kind of thing at this time so when we're th- I, other than ashley tisdale i would say they're the two like disney well-knowns coming into this yeah corbin blue i mean really makes a name for himself with the high school musical movies but he also gets his own movie the next year called jump in which is about double dutch and it's pretty fun so kiki palmer is the other lead in that film so it's yeah. kiki palmer and corbin blue yeah corbin blue is also in beloved film catch that kid oh, 2004 yeah. <laughs> with Kristen stewart yeah which is an excellent movie, even during the rewatch, like more modern day. It's actually still a pretty, it holds up kind of well. Uh, you watch, watch Catch That Kid if you're a Rogue One fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. And then he's got another kind of decom. St- I don't know if it's a decom, but it's called Freestyle. I think that one's BMXing. I found out today that he does, he's a young character in Galaxy Quest, which is pretty fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he plays like the young version of the pilot guy. And he's also been in some movies more recently. Uh, nothing super big, though. Yeah, he was in some like B-horror movie once. Yeah, um, he was in just last, or er, 2019, Witches in the Woods. Yeah, but he's not, he hasn't really been in any like big Hollywood movies like Zac Efron has. Yeah, and he's also done some voiceover stuff for some Disney stuff too, but nothing super big. But seems like he could make a living easily. Like it seems like he probably hasn't been struggling. Yeah, I don't know what he's been doing since then, really. But he's still, he's still. Oh, I forget, I forgot he was a singer too. He had like a, a top one. He was top seventy. He was peaked Ooh. inside the top seventy. Wow. Oh no, I mean, wait, that's that, higher than we've oh, ever no, done. Wait. But. 
that's from High School Musical. Never mind. It's it's a movie from High School. It's a song from High School Musical too. But uh, so he's in a bunch of Disney stuff as well as some other stuff. And then we've got Zeke who made the Ice Princess comment. His name is Chris Warren. And then we've got Jason, who's Ryan Sandborn. I, I think it's Ryan. It's R-Y-N-E. I would think that's still Ryan. But I'm Rin. 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 Oh, we'll go with Rin then. Rin Sanborn. And so those are kind of three big basketball boys other than <laughs> Zephron. Big basketball boys now. Well, our like, so I was trying to describe this to you earlier. We have like our A-list, our top six characters. Yeah. Troy, Gabriella, Sharpay, Ryan, Monique, Col- or Taylor and Chad. And then we've got our B levels, which I would put Zeke in. I'd put Kelsey in. Uh, who we, you haven't seen Kelsey yet at all. They all have like their secondary friends mm-hmm. in each. And then I would put Jason, to be honest, in like a C level character. We know his name, but it's not something that's ever said in the movie, but we do see him enough times that we would recognize him. Yeah. It's kind of like a like a walrus man, or I'm trying to think of like some sea levels from other things that. Or like someone like Wedge Antilles, who's like in all the Star Wars movies, but it not if you're not paying attention, you're like I, I don't know who Wedge Antilles is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, that's where I would kind of place Jason in all of this, but he's still present enough that he is worth a mention. So those are our basketball boys. Yeah, and then um, Chad makes a. A, a hilarious comment about how Sharpay Venture. spent her whole vacation shopping for mirrors. Oh, and they, they just laugh and laugh and laugh. That is probably one of my favorite memes. There are some really good memes around that line. <laughs> how? And it's just like, a pe- it's like peak comedy and then it's that line. <laughs> like, it's just stuff that it's like, why is that funny to them? It's not, it's that, not funny at all. That's not funny at all. It's their reaction. Yeah, the joke isn't funny. Their reaction is hardly funny. But it's supposed to be like a dig or burn at yeah. how vain and self-centered Sharpay is. Yeah, but it, there's just like no setup or, to it. But then they walk by and then we get, um, what's her name? Taylor. Taylor. Played by Monique Makes Coleman. an equally bad joke yes. about like, oh, there go the zoo animals. So tribal. Which is like... Very problematic. Yeah. Problematic comparing tribal societies to zoo animals. So, just not good. Yeah, not great. <laughs> Especially because she seems to be like, uh, they're putting up like some decorations or something. They're it looks putting like. up a poster. They're putting up a poster. She seems to be like dressed like a nerdy type. And so this is, so I, I guess that's like, suppo- that type of language is supposed to be like, oh, she uses like slightly more intellectual insults to, to like put down the dumbness of the jocks. But also like someone slightly more educated would, I don't know, hopefully not compare people who they think are dumb to animals and quote unquote savages or like that type of thing like that's not good yeah no that's really not good (laughs) yeah and then the bell rings and she's like bye everyone and there's like this cheery thing and it's like oh maybe not you i don't know how you feel about you right now it's the sort of thing where you're like you introduce like a character with just like one line and when she comes back later you're like oh i remember her yeah and that's really all this is meant to do yes uh, this is our, just like an introductory minute. And there's kind of, yeah, there's this kind of thing with like cliques or social groups where it's like, okay, we have the sports people and oh, we see that there's like these kind of like, not nerdy people, but like if you're hanging up a poster, maybe you're like student council or nerdy or whatever, those kind of people. And then there's Sharpay and Ryan who are like the, the pretty people, rich, preppy. Yeah. Yeah. We'll find out what, what clique they're the leaders of in a little bit. Yeah. And then we cut to Gabriella, who's, who's the... 
person with no friends. Yeah, she's walking down the hall with her mother and what I would presume is the principal. It's yeah. very unclear. Also, wait, before we go into like this little bit, why is this a thing? Like I have moved schools before and I was not walked around and given a tour by the principal on my first day. And that's like not a thing in general. Like principals are too busy to give a new student a tour. I don't know why that's a thing in movies. <laughs> I think it probably is a thing in high school. Like, you would probably meet the principal. I never met the principal once in my high school, and I got awards. I met my vice principal a ton of times, but I never met the principal. If you were a new student coming into a high school in the middle of the year, you would probably meet with a vice principal or principal who would show you around the school. Okay. We we came, we came moved schools when we were in elementary school. And so, yeah, I don't remember meeting the principal or anything then, but it doesn't really matter because, like, the friendly people in that situation are, like, the just the regular teachers anyway because you just kind of get a classroom and you have one teacher. Yeah. Um, and so that's an appropriate person to kind of be a mentor. But if you're kind of just thrown into a high school, it's good to have that kind of single person who can kind of be a mentor. Now, a lot of, uh, most schools now have advisors and advisory periods. So I, that might be a person who would fill that role. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and I think it, it it might be a movie thing too that like the principal or vice principal might put a little bit more work into this sort of thing in movies. You made me think of the um, Saturday Night Live sketch with um, oh, the slow motion the hallway. Slow motion hallway. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Hader's showing uh, a new student around the, the school. It's Vanessa Bayer, who's a new student. And he's like, and this is the hallway where everything's in slow motion. And it has this kind of same gag where um, the, popular the popular people are walking in slow motion. And then we realize that no, every like every click is like represented in this kind of slow motion hallway. And it has a similar vibe to this minute where it's like, oh, either this is a high school with all different types of people in it. Yeah. But even, even that being said, the diversity of that SNL clip is much, much greater than the diversity of this this school not like skin color wise but like in this minute we get ooh there's jocks and attractive people and taylor who we don't really know but i don't know her group of friends seems nice and good looking and just kind of like normal there's no like oh but then there's the opposite direction of like okay so you could go into like goths and like like really really nerdy types and that that's kind of pigeonholing in its own way i don't know (laughs) yeah i mean we i think this is a small snapshot of the social groups of east high in this minute we're gonna definitely see more of them as the movie progresses but unfortunately and i will spoil this now goths are underrepresented as a for as a current and former goth myself (laughs) they are (laughs) you almost said former goth you almost let yourself off (laughs) it's fine yeah, get get. Let's get goths in high school. I would love if one of the characters turned into a goth. Who among the main six would turn into a goth? Oh gosh, um, I feel like Taylor probably or Ryan. I would love it if Ryan did. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be my favorite thing. He rebels. Oh my god, I would love a goth Ryan. I uh, would love her goth Chad. I think Chad would be funny I as don't a think goth. Chad is too sport boy. I can <laughs> see Troy. Troy's almost got the emo haircut. Yeah. He's got the fringe. He just needs the black. Gabriella might have been a goth in middle school. Yeah. So yeah, Gabriella, she's walking with her mom and she says, but mom, my stomach. She's still doing this like baby voice. Does she always?
always have this baby voice? <laughs> no. Okay. I don't think... She kind of had it with Troy a little bit. She she has this vocal affectation, which is, like, like very, like, cutesy and, like... I think she realizes she can manipulate... I mean, she can manipulate the situation with her voice by people thinking she... I, I think that's part of her character, and she doesn't want to be noticed, so she'll make herself small. Yeah. And that also comes with making your it's voice a very small. high-pitched voice, yeah. yeah. <laughs> her mom's like, you're, you're always like this when you come to a new school. Be quiet. You're going. Don't worry. And then mom says, like, don't worry. You're not going to transfer before. Yeah. My, like, I, I worked it out with my company that I, I, won't I can't get transferred before your graduation. Yeah. Which is like, yay. Which is nice. That Especially, like, being a junior and presumably having to move more than once in high school. It's very hard on people. Yeah. So basically, we set up this conflict where Gabriella is the new new kid at school. And she'll, she'll eventually meet Troy. And Troy's, like, the most popular kid. And so, the big game is coming up in two and, weeks. And the big game is coming. <laughs> everything's coming together finally yeah yeah it was a good minute fun fun to watch it's very exposition we're in a little bit of an exposition heavy bit right now but it's gonna but, but as exposition goes like there are worse ways you could do it yeah it's done in visual and in, in some of the ways we talked about like color just like watching instead of yeah. getting told there's lots of yeah. ways they're doing it the- it's, so it's not just like oh the big games in two weeks that's a theater person that's a nerd like yeah. it's not just that it's yeah. a lot of seeing and as you said like visually like the the camera movement is pretty vibrant like we like we kind of when troy gets off the bus we kind of like move with the camera kind of moves with the crowd it's kind of backing up with them mm-hmm. and then when sharpay is walking through the hallway we the camera kind of turns and what this camera movement does is kind of just makes you feel like you're there in the hallway and makes you kind of feel the hustle and bustle of being in a high school which is pretty effective yeah and then feel it's overcrowded at yeah. some points because people get really close to the yeah. camera and it, yeah it's good I, I don't know exactly but when gabriella comes on screen it's more still and yeah. you kind of feel like the loneliness of like the like the new kid kind of feeling so i think it's effective yeah so that's there's it. there's my uh slightly more film an- analysis Ooh, for the for this glasses. episode yeah but yeah yeah that's kind of it yeah so minute nine we'll be back for minute 10 later this week yeah, with a decom of the week. Decom of the week. Yeah, Condra. You can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. At Tyler Booty, T Y L E R B O U D Y. Send us an email at amateurnerdspresent at gmail.com. Find our artist. The, the logo was by Theo Golden, whom you can find at T Golden Art on Instagram. And our music, our intro and outro, were done by Joe Winslow at joewinslowmusic.com. And I've been Condra. And I've been Tyler Boudreaux. The Amateur Nerds. And we'll be back next time. You can bet on it.